What up, what up, what up? You tuned in to the Jose Morales Podcast. I am your host, Jose Morales. And this episode is going to be slightly different. I am not in the ring. I am solo driving um, on my way to L.A. I'm actually not driving. My wife is driving. So she's very upset and she wants me to get this episode with over and done with. So no Kelly, no Ricky. And... I was not going to do a podcast. I was supposed to do it a couple of days ago, and it was a little hectic. I had a lot going on um, with David's fight coming up with the silver gloves, uh, finding sparring, and, and then the gym and everything was just a little hectic for me, and I had a busy day that day. I decided not to record the podcast that day, which ended up uh, knocking everything off track, so no, no, ep- no episodes were recorded. And I was like, you know what, why am I going to fall off track and not do it? You know, I've been having a lot of feedback. A lot of people uh, sending me comments, messages, even at the gym showing up and just showing love. Um, And people saying they really enjoy it. So I felt bad not continuing it just because I was overwhelmed, in other words. So Chloe uh, actually gave me this this um idea that i should do a podcast um vlog style kind of where i talk about what we're doing how we're doing the people i met and just talk about the experience since i am en route for the silver glove state uh championships to, uh in la and i thought it was a great idea um you know talk about everything about the trip and so forth which is exactly what you're going to hear in this episode uh, but since I'm not there, you're not really going to get uh, how the trip was. You're going to get that on the next episode uh, where I'm going to go into details about the whole trip, who I ran into, how the fights were, how everything went. And hopefully I have it out in time. All depends if my wife lets me record it on the way back because as of right now, she is not having it. So hopefully I convince her. So fingers crossed and hopefully I get that out. Um and before I get going with uh, with with all that, I kind of want to explain to you why I get overwhelmed sometimes with 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 the sparring lineup for like when there's fights coming up, the intensity, like my even my mood changes. Like I even get amped up, and I get um, my I don't know my mood changes. And then on top of that, there's so much things going on. I have to set up sparring for david i have to stay on top of training david stay on top of seeing where his weight is at what he needs to be at what his routine is like where just make sure he's peaking at the correct times um also making sure where his confidence where his head is at where his heart is at i have to pay attention to all these and top of that i have i am also in charge of the amateur team so i'm also in charge of my boxers like the ones that are competing at the silver gloves and and this is different in a way because they mature differently and this is a lot of different conversations i need to have with them and just make sure that i am there for them and know that i have their back so having to manage both of those and top of managing the gym and i'm still running a business making sure everyone is getting what they what what they need from it and i'm there for everyone that's there and talking to Kelly, making sure I'm assisting her and helping her, making sure she is not overwhelmed and, and overworked. Along along besides all that, I also have 
Uh, I also still manage my social media accounts. So I, I'm in charge of the uh, gym's Instagram and my personal Instagram, which I have been um, really considering um, having somebody take over and manage them for me. I've been thinking about it. It's been kind of hard to do it because I'm very picky on the way the content looks. I feel like what the content set, like well, how it looks and the, and the caption and everything, I feel like it, it, you can hit it very, very differently than just posting random pictures and random videos. And I feel like in order to know to, how to do that, you have to have the heart for it and meaning – the heart comes from being in the gym, knowing how the gym is ran, knowing the people that are that are in these pictures, you know, what their nicknames are, what they do and things like that. And for me to pass that on, I feel like I need to have someone that lives it just like how I live it right now. So that is why I'm kind of consider. I mean, I obviously need to consider it because I need to delegate it. But it's making it hard for me to delegate it because I, I have not found the right person where I feel like I know they will get that done. And, you know, social media is huge with 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 business and especially a boxing business where competition and things like that. Marketing is so huge. And and if anything, that's honestly one of the things that I feel like helped me help our business our gym take off the most was for sure so social media um but back to what we're doing on our way to LA we're actually on our way to the Silver Glove State Championships which is the first time they do it this way usually there's a couple stages before it gets to state you know your regional your local and then state starts with local which you fight with uh with your LBC your local boxing community which Sacramento belongs to uh, the Bay Area, San Francisco, Oakland, all those. So typically previous to COVID, you would have a Silver Gloves tournament uh, within just your LBC. And the winner of that goes to the regional, which is Northern Central and and Central of that goes to state, which is Northern and uh, Southern California. And since um, COVID... And we were un, there was unable to have any previous fights. They and fights just started opening up. They allow they made it a state championship, Silver Glove State Championship, where the entire state is competing at the same time. And this is why we are going to LA, and it's going to be a four-day tournament: Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, the championship, the championship being fought on Sunday. And which is which is huge. Um, we're taking uh, Ava De Campos, uh, Victor and Angel Ortega, Diego uh, Garduño, and I'm going to talk about them in a little bit. But before I talk about them, I want to um, explain how huge this is. You know, they they uh, Victor and Angel actually competed in the Silver Gloves, the local one. And if you go to the gym, you see there's one banner, championship banner for Angel Ortega. And he actually won the local Silver Gloves. So he was a Northern California Silver Gloves champion. But he did not um, uh, advance because he didn't have the minimum bout requirement at the time. So typically, you have to have five bouts to compete at at the state or national level. But since COVID, not a lot of uh, people were able to get fights. They took that off 
this year. So they are they were pretty much got a uh, um, a chance to commit at, to com- to compete at state without the minimal bout requirement and without competing at the local uh, level first. So it is going to be um, a longer. Typically, it's not as long, but it's super exciting for them to be able to compete at this level. Um, uh, Ava and Diego both have no fights, so they're coming into the Silver Glove State Championships with no fights, going straight to it, and they both look amazing. Um, I'm I'm super happy for them. One thing, another thing, I, which I mentioned with like Amy in the past. These are all things that I always wish I would have done when I was their age and I couldn't never do because of my legal status. So living this through them just makes me very, very happy. It brings a lot of joy and it fills this void that I never was able to really uh, fully, um, you know, fulfill. So I'm, I, I definitely have to thank each one of them for allowing me to live through them, uh, which is great. Um, I'll start talking about all the boxers. The first one I'm going to talk about is Ava De Campos. Ava um, has been boxing with us for about four years. I'm going to say about three, four years. And the way I met Ava, her dad, both her, mo- her mom and dad trained with me back in 2008 when I was teaching boxing at Primetime Boxing, which is the same gym we're at now. Um... Uh, same location, same everything. I trained both her mom and dad. Her dad actually competed in the Battle of the Badges. And the Battle of the Badges are, um, if you never heard of it, it's uh, firefighters versus police officers versus correction officers, and they box. And they're, it's called the Battle of the Badges. I actually trained her dad, Travis, to compete in that. Um a fun experience. This was, I believe it was 2009 when he competed in it. Um, Ava was a little baby. I actually remember seeing her and her and Mia at the time. They were baby babies. So now to be able to train their daughter and, uh, and watch her grow, you know, she changed so much. She went from this girl that hated going to boxing. She was only there because her parents literally made her go there. Um, she hated it came up with every excuse in the book to not spar to not she would always be sick and i'm putting up quotation marks because she's not really she wasn't really sick she made it up all these things that get out of boxing with time she uh uh, little by little started growing from it and i think the biggest thing what i've noticed really 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 helped her uh is the warrior program you know breaking up in pieces versus if I would have told her before the warrior program, I want you to fight at the silver glove state championships. She'd be like, uh, she probably would have ran away and never competed and never came back. But I broke it up into pieces for her and little by little. Now she's like on her, now she's going to compete at the state championships without, you know, taking all that pressure off her back from the very beginning and just focusing on building her confidence and once we build her confidence, the person changes. And that's exactly what happened to her. So I'm super excited for her competition. Um, her being, she's competing at the 107 um, bracket. Her size, her age, who knows how many fights she'll have. Who knows what it's going to be like. But, you know, boxing with women is, is getting more popular now than it was before. But it's still not 
like saturated where there's a bunch of bunch of bunch of women so she may may not fight as much of the boys will um so we will see i'll keep you updated on the next episode on how she does i feel very confident that she's going to do amazing especially because she has been sparring nothing but bigger girls she's been sparring amy i mean the number one national uh number one female in the nation twice her size and her age that's who she's been sparring with um she's been sparring boys uh she's literally been in the ring so her her heart and her will's definitely been tested and i don't think there's no girl her age or size that's def- that's going to test her will more than we've tested it in the gym um so shout out to her also shout out to her parents you know it's very easy as parents to be like you know my son, my daughter doesn't like this. Let me take him away and let him have him do something else. And and to do the complete opposite of that and making them stay and making them push through it um, and making them do the uncomfortable and learning to live with it is huge. It's huge. And, and, and it, it teaches them so much that, it's better for them to be uncomfortable now than uncomfortable when they're 30 years old and, and they got a real life hitting them versus somebody with bo- boxing gloves. So shout out to both Erica and Travis De Campos. I admire you guys as parents. Thank you for um, setting the example for me. I myself thought about it because my son doesn't show that much interest in boxing. And I thought about, you know what, maybe I should take him out. But I'm like, you know what, what would Erica and Travis do? Yeah, let's push this motherfucker. He's staying in boxing. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> and um, anyways, the next two boxers I'm going to talk about is Victor and Angel Ortega. Uh, they are brothers. I've been training them on and off for about four years also. They commute from Marysville to train with me. Um, their uh, dad used to work in the area and and then... Uh, that's how I started here, and then, but they, their gym—I mean, they don't really—they're—they're they're about an hour away from where we're at. Um, they had three fights with me prior to the Warrior Program. This is their first fights with me while they are in the Warrior Program. And you know, the funny thing is—I'll share this with you guys. When I first presented the Warrior Program to them, I felt like they didn't like it. I mean, their energy. Uh, I'm a very good energy reader, by the way. And if you don't believe in energy, you got to pay attention to that. You can feel the energy on people. And I felt like they didn't really like it when I presented it to them. Because, of course, it sounds like, what you mean? You want me to take a test? Like, you know, it sounds kind of. And then for them, they're like, you know, we already have three fights. I've been boxing for years. Now you want me to start all over and start taking these tests? So long story short, they were there for like a couple of weeks after I presented it and they, they disappeared. Um, their dad moved them to a different gym. They were training in different areas. And honestly, it broke my heart. You know, I'll be honest. I was sad because I, you know, I love them very much. I, I, and that's one thing about me, man. I, if I care for you and I love you and I give you my all, I'm, I'm literally giving you my all. Like there's no, I'm not giving you a piece of me. I'm giving you all of me. And when they left i was hurt i was sad they actually ended up coming back uh right when covid ended and the gym opened back up and no actually before they came back uh before covid 
Yeah, they came back before COVID. And then I was talking to their dad, and, you know, and their dad was like, you know, Angel really, 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 really loves you. Like, a lot. He's like, honestly, I think he loves you more than he loves me. He's all, he said he didn't want to train anywhere unless it was with you. He said if, if he was going to box, he was only going to box with you, and that is it. And when he said that to me, I felt bad that I even thought that they didn't like what I did. And um, I don't know. I, I just, these kids, are they're super talented, both Victor and Angel. They work super hard. I mean, these kids are, they're 13, 14 years old. They've been like this since they were 10 years old. Super committed, super disciplined. They don't talk back ever. Well, actually, they don't even talk at all. So, yeah, they never talk back. <laughs> and um, But the sweetest kids, and but not in the ring. These kids are vicious in the ring. And I just, uh, when they came back, now they've been back since uh, the gym opened back up uh, after COVID. They've been training their asses off. And one of the biggest things that I really, really love they did, besides buy into the system, they bought into uh, believing in the warrior program, is that they usually in the past, why they only have three fights, this is why, they would constantly take breaks to play other sports, which is totally fine. I get it. You know what I mean? There's... You're young. You got other things going on. Um, and they would constantly take breaks to do football, wrestling, soccer, and all these things. They were about to do the same thing right now. They were about to stop because they were going to play football. Well, Victor was going to play football, not Angel. And their dad talked them out of it, and uh, which we think was a great move because he was like, look, you're gonna miss three three months of boxing and come back, start all over, all over again. And they decided to, you know, go full throttle with boxing. You know, they're no longer gonna take breaks and they're no longer gonna do none of that, which I'm super fucking excited about. This is something I've been begging them to do from the beginning. And obviously, I'm not gonna tell them not to do other sports, but I was kind of hinting it, like, you know, do you really want to do that? And it never worked. So I'm glad Dad was on my side and. Dad talked to him about staying, and I look, I look, I, I look forward to their future. I have no doubt that they are going to do something great with boxing. No doubt at all. Um, and the last one that I'm going to talk about, he's actually in the car with me, so he's probably going to be laughing while I talk about him. Um, is Diego Garduño? Diego is actually my nephew. He is my wife's brother's oldest son, and. Him and his two other brothers box with us. Um, you may see all three walk in. They look like Alonso's cousin. Like, they all look alike. <laughs> and uh, and it's uh, Gordo and Enano. They all, well, Chris, Christian and Eduardo. You guys probably never heard of those names because I never call them that. But they come into the gym. And Diego, when he first started at the gym, I, the, you know, David and I were like, there's no way in hell Diego's ever going to fight. Like, if you were to have seen this guy, he has glasses. He looked like he was ready to take the sat nine test right there and then. Like, he was just ready, and he's going to ace it. And he was going to do your test and all his friends' tests along with him. Like, this kid is so well-educated, well-mannered. He is not – I mean, long story short, mom and dad did an amazing job raising him and making sure his head is in the game. Um so I nothing that's wrong with that. I just didn't see him competing. Um, little by little, he started changing more and more. And one thing that I feel like really helped him 
was a warrior program. You agree with that, Diego? Yeah. He said, yeah, I'm, I'm dead serious. He said, I'm not lying. He really said yes. <laughs> and uh, and I and the reason why I feel like I'll have him talk about it one day with you guys, but um, you want to talk about it right now? You want to say what happened to you? No. He's all shy. He's all, no, 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 no. So the reason why I feel like it, um, it helped him is similar to Ava where I broke it down in stages. Like where I told him, hey, focus on this and only this. Don't worry about nothing else. Focus on this. When you get this, you get this. And little little by little, they're suddenly becoming beasts and now they're kicking everyone's ass. Um, versus previously, I'm just, they're constantly in the gym and they're not doing great right away or they're not, they're, they're like, man, when am I going to do that? Or when am I ever going to get that way? And they feel like it's never ending. And then their confidence gets shot. And once their confidence gets shot, now they don't want to go to boxing. So um, that's where that's what I saw that really changed him. And this guy became a beast. One person that really, really, really helped. Uh, there's two people actually that helped with him. But one that I'm going to talk about real quick um, that helped a lot with him, I believe, was Levi. I saw Levi really, really, really uh, mentor him, talk to him a lot, um, um, say comments to him, give him tips, uh, go running with him. And this is when Levi was training for nationals. Levi was right there and just in his ear when he was sparring. And I just saw that bond really build. And now this guy just became a monster, man. He's freaking hurting dudes. He's He's... Man, I'm super excited for him. And I'm more excited because his reason for winning the state championship state championships are much greater than just boxing. He's doing it to prove to his family, himself, uh, that he belongs and he, that he could do this. And I love that about him. You know, I made a post about him recently on Instagram where I'm like, he can't name five boxers to save his life. I'm that serious. This guy does not watch boxing, does not know boxing, does not nothing. And through the Warrior program, he was able to grow in a sport that he had no interest in. And that's what I'm so, like, thrilled to see. And then on top of that, just seeing him just mature as a man, see everything that he's changing to be. I'm so excited to talk about the next episode about how he won the whole thing. So it's going to be a great time. And... Along for the ride that is not competing in the Silver Gloves, because the Silver Gloves, you have to be under 16 years old. Um, so there's a lot of boxers that are in the gym that you guys are probably wondering, like, well, why didn't he go? Or why didn't she do this? Well, he's probably over 16 years old. That's why. <laughs> and one person that's coming along for the ride is David. David is obviously in the middle of camp right now. And... Well, while being in the middle of camp, I can't really just up and leave him. You know, I can't just be like, all right, well, make sure you work out. I'll be back on Monday. Um, and I thought it'd be great for him to come down here in L.A. that actually develops great boxers. Is the probably that has the best boxers, in my opinion, in the world come out of this uh, Southern California area with Vegas right next door. Um, I thought we would have great training sessions down here with different people and sparring different people so i'm bringing him along for the ride i'm excited for him which is a, he's about two weeks two and a half weeks out of his 
a main event fight where he's going to be fighting this guy that's 10-0 and from San Diego. So if you have not got tickets for that, I think we only got VIP left. Uh, definitely a fun time. So check him out. Um, if And another thing that I wanted to do, I wanted to talk about in this episode, this exact thing, I want to... Uh, I wanted to bring it up. I wanted to bring up Amy. I mentioned two people that helped up, that helped Diego. The second person was Amy. Amy changed tremendous. Uh, she's been such a vocal leader. She's been such a great leader in all ways, in every way possible. She's been a great teammate, a great everything. Um, and she's really helped a lot with mentoring the younger boxers especially the female boxers like melanie and ava and just making sure their heads in the game um make sure they know what to expect what it's gonna be like um and just big shout out to her because right now her and alex uh, are both holding down the the gym with kelly claudia um they're holding down the gym while we're all away to be able to do this so shout out to amy for doing that this this is the exact vision that i have for the gym this is exactly what i want wanted in the gym and saw in the gym i saw a gym where it was a team where we all sacrificed on different times for one another we all made uh some uh made something happen for someone else and that someone else always returned the favor uh david did it for amy when amy was at the nationals now amy's doing it while david's fighting um and this is what the community this is the kind of community i'm trying to build and 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 see that helping each other is not bad you don't have to be a selfish asshole all the time you can get somewhere together you can get a lot further together and i hope the world sees it through the boxing gym that is what i'm showing that through the boxing gym, we can create careers. We create a good community, a good environment, and, and make a positive impact in the world, starting with just a boxing gym. Um, I'm super proud and thrilled to say that I have something to do with that and to be a part of it. So thank you all that go to the gym, every single one of you guys that are there, every single one of you guys that see us, uh, talk to us. And no joke, when I teach the classes, man, when I, you know, there's days where, like, if I don't teach a class, man, the class, like, just being in the gym, you guys bring life to my life. Like, you guys get me pumped up. I feed off your guys' energy. I show up, like I said earlier, with Travis and uh, Erica. Like, they inspire me to be a better father, a better husband. That's the type of stuff that I, I feed, that you guys are fueling me. I get people telling me that I'm that that you know thank you that I'm inspiring but but literally you guys are inspiring me and I'm just bringing it right back to you guys so thank you guys for that um and before I end this we always end it with a random question um I wanted to ask the question to you guys since I'm alone I wanted to ask it to you guys and then you guys can answer it you know whatever way is possible when you see me in the gym or send me a dm or text call whatever you want to do i wanted to know what is the happiest place you've ever been in that when you went it just made you happy 
It just puts you in a good mood. What place was that? And don't say Disneyland. Don't don't say Disneyland. Say something else. All right, yeah, I guess you can say Disneyland. But no, seriously, what is a place you could probably go to or been to that just makes you happy? I want to know. Um, all right, y'all. Thank you guys for listening to episode 20, En Route to L.A. Episode 21 will be possible all if my wife is down with the cause. I will talk all about the previous uh i will talk about the entire tournament i'll talk about who the people i met the people i talked about i'll talk about everything that happened on this trip uh talk about rr wins talk about david sparring and talk about the plans what did i learn from this i know i'm going to learn something from this i'm going to talk about what did i learn from this and what did i do right what did i do wrong and just like just like my boxers i myself am also learning throughout this process so thank you guys for listening i hope you guys have a great week and we are out Mm